Thank you for checking out Real Talk Personal Finance. Shit's about to get real. Happy fucking new year. Cashflow King here, baby. January 1st, 2024. How was your night last night? Pretty wild? You ready to get your shit together this year? Are you ready to get your money right? Well, then you're in the right place. All right. Thanks for checking out the show. As always, Cashflow King here on the Real Talk Personal Finance Podcast. We appreciate everybody's support. Hopefully, you guys had a very happy holiday season. You had a great New Year's Eve. Happy New Year to you. Today is January 1st. Not really, because I'm recording this beforehand. Probably hungover right now. Cashflow King is probably still asleep. No, I'm kidding. Um, recording this beforehand, but uh, as promised, the Real Talk Personal Finance podcast will now be published on Mondays with the very first episode of 2024 being today, January 1st, 2024. And if you're listening to this in the future, well, then it's probably past January 1st, 2024. But anyway, one of the things that I've been working on, this actually just randomly came to me at the end of December. I was thinking a lot about the show and what I could do to make it better and what do people really fucking need out there, right? You're listening to this and you're like, okay, there's some topics I can go toe-to-toe with you and really get into and I fully understand what you're saying and maybe there's some other topics I have no fucking clue what you're talking about and we kind of jump around into different things, you know, sometimes and I thought, well, what do most people really need? And there's a lot of New Year's resolutions that go on, you know, weight, finances, so on and so forth. And I thought, what if I did like a a get your money right segment? You know, today's going to be the intro to the get your money right segment. So this might be a little bit longer. But in general, what if I could just come out with something every single week that's super fucking basic that everybody could do? And if you've already done it, good for you. But I guarantee you, you know somebody, friend, spouse, family member, significant other, coworker, whomever, random person on the street that could use the information. And I thought, let's put something together like that. So if I'm an individual, and I know there's all kinds of different people that listen to this show. At the time of this recording, we are in 38 different countries. Most of the listeners are in the United States. But everyone's going to be in a different place in their life financially. But what if we were just saying, you know what, let's just go down a checklist. I was actually talking to my wife about this when I came up with the idea. And I thought, you know, maybe this is going to be too basic for some people. Maybe they just really don't want this or, you know, they're going to be like, geez, what's the Real Talk Personal Finance podcast turning into? You know, this is super basic. But the reality is, she said, she made a good point. She goes, you know, some of the things that you mentioned on these shows that you're going to be recording for the Get Your Money Right segment, that's stuff that we do anyway. That's It's almost like a checklist, right? And so it's it's kind of like, even if somebody knows that, maybe it's a good reminder to them that that's something that they need to do. And if somebody's never heard that, well, then maybe you're introducing a brand new idea or concept to them and they can take action on it. So the whole idea behind the Get Your Money Right segments is going to be that I'm going to put these out once a week for the first part of the year. I don't know exactly how long these are going to run. I'll pretty much record them and put them out until there's really, I stop, run out of things to to talk about and think about as far as things you could be doing to optimize your finances, but there's almost always going to be something. But the idea is to start very, very basic. If there's one thing one action item that we can do in a given week that you can do and I can do and everybody can do in a given week, what would that be? And if we've already done it, okay, we get a pass, we get a check mark, good for you, go tell somebody else to do it, you know, in your life that maybe hasn't done it. And if you haven't, then take action, right? Instead of going down the laundry list of here are all the things that you need to do to get your shit in order. It's very overwhelming. And most of us just want to know, hey, just give me one thing. Just give me one takeaway. What can I do? So that's what these segments are going to be. 
There will be some weeks where the show comes out and there may only be a Get Your Money Right segment, and that's fine. There might be other weeks where the show comes out and there's a Get Your Money Right segment, but there's also another episode as well, whether that's a guest on the show or a topic that is released at the same time that I wanted to do a deeper dive on, whatever the case might be. But you can count on the Get Your Money Right segment for the foreseeable future. And if you have any feedback on them, again, feel free to write the show, realtalkpersonalfinance at gmail.com, especially if this helps you. If you're like, you know what, this is what I've needed and I need a good, you know, kick in the pants and I got to get things going here, just break it down for me step by step. So today, January 1st, 2024, the one thing that I want you to do this week, and again, we don't give any advice on the show, so you don't have to do anything, right? This is not advice, ideas, information, excuse me, education, entertainment, you name it. So we're not responsible for whatever you decide to do or not do. These are just things that we're just kind of thinking that would be important to most people, including you. So the one thing that you may want to consider doing this week, if you haven't already done so, and if you have, again, tell somebody else to get their shit in order. I want you to Google or use your search engine of choice, high yield savings. And what you will find more than likely is a laundry list of high yield savings accounts that populate. There's going to be a bunch of different companies out there. Right? You might even find some sites like a bankrate.com that will have a list of high-yield savings accounts that offer the most competitive interest rates. I don't want to say it doesn't matter which one you pick. Obviously, do your research, check them out, make sure they're FDIC insured. Almost all of them are. Make sure it's a place you've heard of before. So I'll rattle off a few names, and we've talked about some of these on the show before. Right? You have Ally, A-L-L-Y, Ally Bank. They're reputable. You have Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S, which is through Goldman Sachs Bank, also reputable. You have CIT Bank, which we talked about not too long ago on the show, that is a division of First Citizens and Trust. And the list goes on and on, right? Capital One 360, I believe, would be one that's out there. You don't want to go somewhere that you've never heard of them before. But Google high-yield savings, poke around, and pick a website in an account that you're comfortable with. For those that have no clue what a high-yield savings account is, I'm going to describe it to you, and then I'm going to give you your action item, okay? So what this is is an account where if you have some extra cash, whether it's an emergency fund or you're saving for a specific goal and you can't afford to have the money subject to any sort of investment risk or market-based risk, and you just want to keep it somewhere safe and sound, these are types of savings accounts that you can open. They are online accounts that generally earn a much higher interest rate than your normal brick-and-mortar bank. So if you walk into whatever your local bank is, right, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Chase, whatever, big brick-and-mortar banks, they're good for a lot of things, but they're usually not the best place to store large amounts of cash because their interest rates are really not that competitive. So what you would do, you don't have to close any accounts. If you already have accounts with some of these larger institutions, that's totally fine. You can leave them open, leave them in place. But what you're going to do is you're going to open up a separate online high yield savings account of your choice after you Google this and you go through the list and pick one that you like. And you're simply going to open it up and you are going to link it to your existing account. So you would open up a high yield savings account and link it to an existing checking account, okay? So when you do that, 
you can transfer money from that linked account, that linked checking account at the big bank, for example, into this high-yield savings account. And the money simply resides in that high-yield savings account. It sits there, and it earns a higher interest rate and accrues more interest than you're going to get by keeping a large amount of money at one of those bigger institutions. That's it. So if you ever need your money back, you, again, want to double-check with the institution that you open the account with. However, normally anywhere from one to three business days is fairly common to be able to transfer the money back into your checking account. Normally, when you initially make the transfer from your checking into your new high yield savings account, they're going to put a hold on that deposit. So normally those funds are not going to be available right away. Every institution is different. They might put a five or seven day business hold or a three day business hold on there and let the funds basically settle in. But once that happens, it is fully liquid and you should be able to transfer it back to your existing linked checking account within just a few business days at most. Okay, very simple, <clears throat> very straightforward. So I want you to Google high yield savings if you choose to. I want you to find an institution that you look, you know, appeals to you. Maybe they don't have an account minimum or maybe they do have an account minimum, but you can easily meet that minimum. Maybe you like their website. You know that they're FDIC insured. You've heard of them before. You know other people that use them. Whatever, however you want to evaluate this. But I want you to open this high yield savings account. And once you do, and once you link it to your existing checking account, here's what I want you to do. This is the big action item. Other than just opening this account, don't stop there. Link it up. And I want you to transfer any amount you want, but a minimum of $1. That's right. $1 a month from your checking account to your high yield savings account. Now, is that gonna make you rich? Absolutely not. Are any of these high yield savings accounts gonna make you rich? No, they're not. It's not the same as an investment. This is just a place to park cash, okay, for short to medium term needs. Now, when you do that, what does that do? First of all, you've now taken action to open the account. You've now got into the habit or essentially automated part of your finances to automatically transfer, even if it's just as little as a dollar or whatever their minimum is, most places will let you do a buck, into that high yield savings account every single month. And I can promise you that you are almost not even going to notice it, okay? It's gonna be coming out of your account. Now, as you get more comfortable with this, as you get used to this, as you realize, wow, like my money is actually there. And wow, I could actually transfer it back if I wanted to. And no, this isn't a scam. Like this is actually pretty cool. Look, I made more interest on my few dollars in my high yield account than I made on my much more than few dollars in my brick and mortar big institution account, right? Eventually, you're gonna up that amount to whatever you're comfortable with. Could be five bucks, could be 10 bucks, could be a thousand, could be 10,000, whatever. Everyone's situation's different. But the idea is to get in the habit of automating your finances to the extent possible. Now, that doesn't mean you never look at them. It doesn't mean you never evaluate what's going on. You just have it automated. And I'll give you an example. So what we do, we do a lot of different things, but what, one of the things that we do here at our house is we have an automated transfer on the first of the month, every single month, that goes into a high yield savings account. That part is fully automated. We treat it like a bill. We know on the first, the mortgage payment's coming out, and we also know that the transfer, automated transfer to the high yield savings account is also coming out, okay? That happens automatically. 
And again, you can set the amount for whatever you want. Do a dollar just to get comfortable with it, all right? If you do nothing else, just let that go. And then eventually you're going to be like, why the hell am I only doing a dollar? Let me do 10 bucks, and then let me do 100, and then let me do whatever, right? And, and you're going to bump it up over time. But it's all about automating things and getting in the habit of doing things. But you can't do it if you don't have the account. So don't worry about any of the other personal finance stuff this week. We got plenty of time and plenty of upcoming weeks to talk about different topics. But for now, your main thing you're going to be doing this week, if you choose, again, not advice, information, education, entertainment. But if you choose to accept that your homework assignment is Google high yield savings accounts, find one you like, open it up, link it to your existing checking account, and start a monthly recurring transfer of a dollar a month. That's it. That's all you got to do. This is step one, super fucking simple to get your money right. Okay. We'll be back next week with another get your money right segment. I'm going to start pretty simple with these. As we get going a little bit, they might get a little bit more complicated and a couple more moving parts, but I'm going to do my very best to make it one item, one thing. In this case, that one thing is a high yield savings account and make it fairly painless. And hopefully, by the end of the Get Your Money Right segment, you have your financial house in way better shape and order than you do today. So if you've set any goals or made any New Year's resolutions coming into 2024, this is a great time to get started. If nothing else, feel free to listen to the show just for this segment every week. And I can promise you, by the end of it, you're going to be in better financial shape than you are now. And if you've already done every single thing on this list, then number one, good for you. But number two, shame on you for not telling more people about it, right? I guarantee if you go to your friends and family and people in your circle and you share this with them, even if you just forwarded this episode to them, hey, this is something that I already do, but this guy Cashflow King's on here talking about it. I really think you could benefit from this. Go ahead and send him the show. And don't, you know, don't be afraid to tell him, hey, you can give him a five-star review if you like it, and so can you. So anyway, appreciate you checking out the show. This is the very first Get Your Money Right segment on high-yield savings. We will see you next time. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.